Welcome to the Busy Pastor Podcast. If you're interested in leadership and ministry coaching, go to busypastor.org slash coaching. Join the Busy Pastor community today by going to busypastor.org, filling out the form, and you will receive more free resources, starting with our Fab Five resource, helping you determine the five things only you can do. Episode 30 of the Busy Pastor Podcast. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Greg Gibson. I'm here with my co-host, Trent Stewart, the lead pastor at Foothills Church. And uh, today we're continuing our conversation on multi-site. So if you missed episode 29, go back and listen to it. Well, we begin to talk about our multi-site journey here at FC. Mm-hmm. And uh, we begin to dive into some details and uh, man, let's let's continue that conversation. So, so to, to to pick us up, you were talking about moving your entire family into the location um, that we are planting this new location in. So, so just just for just to kind of give details, a little bit more details here. You were living in Maryville. Mm-hmm. How far did you move? Like it was about drive time. Drive time yeah. is about yeah, thirty five minutes. Thirty five minutes, yep. Mm-hmm. And so so that's that's roughly, you know, four thirty five, forty minutes. That's roughly how far away we're starting this next location. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you moved your family into this this area. Uh, you started a small group mm-hmm. um, and then began moving our church in this direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I came on 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 the team. We already had a net of people, and so year one, year zero. Mm-hmm. So what did year zero look like? We're kind of ending year zero right now. Yeah. Moving towards our, our launch, but what did, what did year zero look like for us? It looked like a lot of prayer and yep. uh, some off-site meetings mm-hmm. and wrestling with a ton of questions. And yes. so we had, to, we had to identify and answer some really hard questions about how what it would look like and how it would function and how leadership would 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 play out like not necessarily like org chart but kind of right. <laughs> you know how how are we how are the systems going to work and who's answering to who and who's you know holding who accountable and um there's just so many questions to wrestle with, but it was it's it's really fun. Like after we wrestled with okay and, and we figured out who we were gonna be, then then we could start practically kind of looking for like physical locations. Yeah, I think so. And and so uh I, I remember um one of the first things we did was an off site where mm-hmm. we we just wrote out every single question we could think of. Yeah. So there was like 30 questions that we were thinking about. We, we dwindled it down to like two days of conversation. So it was like 10 to 12. And, uh, and we just spent time, you know, dialing into those questions. Yeah. Uh, and, and really that became kind of our, if we can use this term, our, our multi-site playbook. Yeah. And it, it was form, it was, it was moldable. It was mm-hmm. editable mm-hmm. over the, you know, the, mm-hmm. uh, the year. And, um, you know, as we, as we learned what worked and, and hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, uh, we started a, a, uh, a Bible study, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, so talk about that and kind of what was the purpose of that and why, why did we say, okay, well, 
we're not just going to launch strong first, but let's let's go till the soil a little bit and yeah. see kind of where the dust lies. Mm-hmm. So we we had the small group that had started, and then you you came on board, and then we we regathered that group. But then we also said, if you're living in the Knoxville area, then you you come to this Bible study as well. Right. And it was it was essentially a a short term group that didn't necessarily function as a small group for us, but it was kind of like a gathering uh, pot. Yeah. So we could gather as, as many people in that area. And we met at a hotel in that location mm-hmm. and um, went through a, a, a study together. And in that, we were, you know, it was, yeah, studying the Bible. Yes, growing. Yes, uh, meeting new people and building some relationships. And then it was also continually casting that vision for what's next and casting that vision for what we're, we're doing here. Right. And so that gave us kind of a, a holding tank and an easy win um, because we knew we had people in that area and we knew that people were going to be there. So we kind of were able to start with, okay, this is, this is like a, a, a real room with real people and we right. can start gathering, you know, together some people. And of course they were still attending, you know, the location in Maryville for Sunday morning. But that was that was a good start for us. Yeah, it was, it was a good start of, you know, it wasn't a small group. There was more than 50 people there. So yeah. it was more of a Bible study, mm-hmm. casting vision, well, you know. Um, and you're just getting to know all those know people them. and building relationships. Highly and, relational. And it also gave those folks that were committed something to invite their friends to. Right. So that was important too. They could invite their neighbors and they can invite. And so now all of a sudden, okay, now we're kind of growing, yep. you know, this location and it hasn't even really started. Right. So then, so, so six weeks of that, out of that group, we were able to start four small groups. Mm-hmm. There was another, another group, like you said, already happening. So now we've got five small groups in this, in this context now. And, uh, and then, um, we started kind of praying through what was next. We did a a night of worship as we got closer to Christmas. Mm -hmm. And again, the small, everyone who was already a part of that launch team came to that. And, uh, in those small groups attended that and they also brought friends. And that was a night of, of genuine, just like prayer, praying for the city, praying for, you know, what God would have us to do, praying right. that for, for God's, you know, wisdom and blessing on that. So that was a huge, you know, win and, and good step for us as well. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, f- for the last six months, we've just been uh, continuing to, uh, you know, I used this term earlier, but, but, but just kind of till the soil in Bearden along with our ministry calendar. Yeah. So in March, right before Easter, we, we do a what we call a let's go week. And that's just, we're, we're, we're out in the community doing service projects. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we're doing that in, in this, mm-hmm. in this community. We're about to start this location in uh, mm-hmm. heavy emphasis for Easter in this community that we're about to start this location. in. Mm-hmm. Um, we started another Bible study and had, you know, 20 ish people come to that. And then a couple mm-hmm. more small groups were beginning to form. And before you know it, Man, we're we've got small groups, and now we're looking for a location. Yeah, which is our next conversation mm-hmm. and question I want to ask you. Yeah. Um, so, as you've been thinking about, uh, you know, praying for a location in this context, uh, what were your initial prayers? Yeah. What did that look like for you, and and how were you casting vision towards that? 
Well, we were looking for a retail space and we were looking for a space that could, we could fit about 300, 350 people into an auditorium. Right. And so we were, we were looking for that. And then obviously we needed about eight rooms for kids. So, you know, we're looking for eight, eight rooms, you know, a, you know, that could, that we could fit 10 to 12, you know, kids in for, for childcare. We're looking for 350 seats. We're looking for what we call a connect center. So a mm-hmm. space for people to connect and, and ask questions. We're looking for a, uh, a care and prayer room where people can go and make decisions. And then we're looking for a room that we can do our journey classes in. So right. that's basically the, the blueprint. I've got my realtor. I've got you as the point leader that's running, you know, carrying the ball. Uh, I've got a contractor, you know, and I've got, um, you know, the architect. Mm-hmm. And so you, you, you know, you're working with the realtor, you're looking at things, you're crossing things off. You're mm-hmm. saying, no, that's not going to work. I'm not even going to take that trip, blah, blah, blah. Then you come across something that looks interesting and you go look at it and then you're like, Hey, you need to come take a look. This mm-hmm. could be it. Mm-hmm. And so, so, you know, it, it's, it's taken all those steps. We go and look, you know, we say, Oh man, yeah, we can envision this. Mm-hmm. So we send the blueprint to the architect. The architect draws it up, confirms that, Hey, yeah, I think this could work. Now let's really dial in on the price, mm-hmm. you know, let's really start working those details. And then that's, you know, all of this is like weeks, right? Absolutely. You, and, and you got to re- realize if you want to, if you want to do this, you're, you're two years out. If you said, yeah, we're going to do it today. Right. We're, yes, we want to do it. Well, you're at least two years out. And so that's why you, if to, to, if you think you're moving in this direction and you, you have a burden for it, go ahead and start start making, taking steps towards that. Right. Because you, you know, you can't just get to a point and say, okay, Hey, we're ready to, to start a location. And then we're going to do it this fall. Well, no way. It's just not going to happen. There's way too many things. And so, you know, we hit a few roadblocks, you know, we thought, Hey, this could work. We went down the road and we went down the road until we felt like God shut the door. And he did that a few times on a few spaces yeah. after we had plans and after we had, you know, uh, uh, even a, an archi- architect plan and even a contractor who gave us a budget for a space. Right. And then the next step for us was kind of the door closing. Yeah. And so then we felt like, okay, well, this isn't it. And let's go to the next one. And, you know, you just, you got to be willing to grind and you've got to be willing to, you know, continue to push forward when that happens. Yeah. So as we are, we're working the plan and we're praying and doors are opening and doors are closing. Uh, What happens next? Kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. We finally came to a point to where we had somebody in our church who was teaching at a middle school, at Bearden Middle School, Mm -hmm. and they gave the suggestion and actually talked to the principal there. And so they kind of said, hey, I talked to our principal and he said that you guys could meet here. Have you thought about that? Right. And we were not leaning toward the school. And the reason, because when we started, I just, you know, the the grind of setting up and taking down, we, I was just in my heart, like kind of closed off to that idea. Mm-hmm. But as often happens in our life what we plan is not necessarily what god plans and so we we decided to go look right and uh, you went to look first mm-hmm. and you came back and you were like you got to see it i think mm-hmm. it's going to work <clears throat> so hesitantly i was like all right i'll go i'll go take a look i don't think it's going to work <laughs> yep. 
But it's almost instantaneously when I walked onto the campus, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to work. This yep. is where God wants us. And I walked into it and they, they have an auditorium there. Look around. It was like, man, this this is it. And it's a feeling. It's, it's months and months, in this case, years of prayer and uh, uh, the grind of, of all the other things and then the, the sense that, yeah, this is it. And uh, then from there, you work through all the details. Yeah. Again, why you have to have a guy doing this, because there's so much front end work and leg work that goes into this that as my role requires me to do other things, I can't do that. And right. that's why, you know, having someone like you that has a heart for this and, and, and that desire to work through all those details. And finally, we did. Yeah. I think if God has given you a desire to multiply your church and in, in, in your community, Man, and we, we mentioned the story of Nehemiah here a lot, mm. and on this we last we, few podcasts, yeah, last <laughs> few episodes, we've we've mentioned a lot. But you know, at the end of at the end of Nehemiah chapter one, he prays and he asks God, you know, to to give him everything that he needed to kind of take this um, this vision that God had given him and and start working on it. Mm-hmm. And the last sentence of chapter one is, and I was cut bare to the king. And, and I, I love that <laughs> because in, in the story of Nehemiah, in God's sovereignty and his grace, he placed Nehemiah bef- right where he needed to be, mm-hmm. but before he even had the burden that came, you know, mm-hmm. or the vision to to rebuild the walls mm-hmm. and he 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 was right where he needed to be to get permission from the king and 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 I, I think you're gonna experience similar cut bear to the king's stories in your life and in your journey uh, when it comes to leading your church into multiplication and and I think this you know was one of those for us mm-hmm. you know like the, we are praying you have this burden to be in Bearden. All at the same time, the principal at Bearden Middle School is saying, I'm praying for a church to be in our building mm-hmm. for years. Kind mm-hmm. of same prayers are happening, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, the, the details are put in place by God even before they're connecting, yeah. you know, in front of us. And that's what God does, right? When you're, when you feel that burden and you feel him leading, he's going to show up financially. Yeah. He's going to show up for the location. He's going to show up for the staff member. And it's, that's what the, our faith journey is all about. It's trusting him, right. taking the next step that we know to take. And um, yeah, I mean, God worked it out and is working it out. God works it out and, and God shows up in, in how he leads through his peace. You know, Philippians 4, like every door that was closed was closed and we had a piece about it closing. Yeah. And we have a piece about where he's leading us, you know, for this next location and and uh, I think you're going to experience that and have your own cupbearer to the King stories mm-hmm. and and celebrations as well. And uh, and so, you know, talking about space for us, you know, we we are moving into the middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are be- going to have this journey of setting up and tearing down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have an army of volunteers who are assisting and helping with that process. At the same time, we're going to be looking for a permanent space. Sure, you know, so we're yeah. all. We're going to continue everything that you mentioned a moment ago, mm-hmm. and you know the the doors that were closing. We're going to continue to work that absolutely, and, and pray mm-hmm. and see kind of where our next cupbearer to the king's stories <laughs> are going to happen, and um, 
And and so now I want to shift our conversation a little bit to funding. And so you you had mentioned a moment ago that uh, we had been saving for years. Mm-hmm. So so why why did you? There, there's so many things that that are tyranny of the urgent mm-hmm. when it comes to where budget goes and where you know spending happens. Mm-hmm. Why why did you start saving years ago? Yeah, for a a next location. Well, you know, I I just I just believe that the Lord is going to open up and and allow us to do things as we have the margin to do them. Mm-hmm. And if I have zero margin in in our ministry financially to do certain things, the Lord just you know he he just tends to not open up that opportunity, right. you know, and so. When he sees the faithfulness of saving and and you know storing as well as starting small groups and as well as you know taking taking ground so to speak yeah. for the gospel in a certain area, you know then I just think his blessing and his you know how he uses us changes. But if I don't have any margin in the budget, that's just you know practically speaking, like you you can't expect God just to, God, give me a million dollars, you know, one day. Right. And when you do that, then I'll know that you want us to go start a new location. Right. Well, that's just dumb. That's just, that's just not what God expects. He, he expects us to be faithful. Mm-hmm. He gave us a brain. He gave us, you know, the word of God. You know, we follow the word of God. We use our brain. We realize that part of our faithfulness is in the preparation. Yeah. And as we pray, we prepare for right. what we hope. Now, God might have said with that money, he might have said no to this location, and he might have stirred our heart to plant a church somewhere else or to do whatever. Right. But if we don't have, you know, the margin to do something, then, you know, we can't really expect you know, his hand of, of opportunity to move us in a direction. Yeah, so that faithfulness to that burden that you had, you were able to, to save some money, put it aside, and then and with that, we were, you know, able to, when the time was to come, you were able to push play mm-hmm. and have the runway available yeah. for us. You, were, you know, we were able to go to the bank and say, hey, this is, this is the savings that we have. This mm-hmm. is the people that, mm-hmm. that, you know, that we have on the team. This is the commitments, you know, that are already there. Yeah. And it, it changes the conversation Absolutely. a little bit, you know? And, uh, and, and, so- and thankfully, like with, um, you know, with the building, that was the direction. But now with a school, you know, we, we've cut our operation, you know, cost in half. And so, you know, sometimes the Lord will steer you, you know, for what's best. And I think that's exactly what he did here. And so now this isn't about getting a loan. This is about using what we've saved. That's right. And so uh, a couple more questions. So terminology. So we're, uh, you know, what, what, what are we using? Campus, location, what, and, and why? We're using the word location. Um, and so it's really nuances and, you know, it's kind of... Sure, yeah. Yeah, on how we use these terms. And, and uh, you say tomato, I say tomato, but... For us, like the idea of, of a campus has really become, 
its own animal, you know, for other churches that are using the word campus, it's like, this is, this is campus one, this is campus two, but this is home base. This is like the mothership. Right. And like, we, we just didn't want that. The main, the main campus. The main. And so we just did not want that idea. And so I hope it may not work, but we hope that using the idea of a location, um, kind of helps us prevent that mentality. And so we're, we're, if it works, we'll let you guys <laughs> know, uh, in, in three or four years. But right now we just kind of feel like that's the, the, the way that we want to, we want to head because we don't want to see any one church as being the main church. It's yeah. like, we want all of these churches to know that like any location you are Foothills church, you're just in a certain location today. Yep. And so, you know, the look, the location terminology also allows it to be uh, movable, moldable, uh, and sure. it allows us to to say, "Hey, you know, we we are about multiplying uh, our vision, mm-hmm. and not necessarily a building." Yeah, and uh, you know, th- those are those are some conversations that we've had, and and when we talk about multiplying our vision, you mentioned a moment ago at the beginning of this episode. Um, multiplying our signature ministries. Mm. So we're going to start this next location with you know coming right out from day 1. Yeah. with with those signature ministries, which is part of our conversation that we had and what I would encourage you to do like when you start a second location, what are the ministries that you have to have? Yes. What are the ones that have to go like you might say well all of them have to go well that's up to you but you know for us we really dialed in on the ministries that we felt like we have to have when this starts now you can always add more mm-hmm. and you know one location might have something that specifically meets the needs of that area right. that another location doesn't have and that's fine too there are going to be nuances i think that will happen and that will play out there but to launch it we needed to know what are we launching with. And because that helps us know what, again, what the budget's gonna be and then what kind of staffing and volunteers we need to actually, you know, get it going. Yeah, those signature ministries, you know, are our worship, so Sunday morning, uh, our guest services, Mm -hmm. uh, our small groups, so Mm -hmm. we wanna have small groups at all times. Sure. Our journey process, you can go Mm -hmm. back and listen to our discipleship strategy episode and hear us Mm -hmm. talk about, for a couple episodes, Mm -hmm. our our journey process. Mm -hmm. And then also our family ministries. Yes. So our our kids uh, Mm -hmm. stuff as well. And so, you know, those five things, every time we multiply location, Mm -hmm. we are multiplying those ministries. Yeah. And then, and then we're open-handed with our supporting ministries. Like mm-hmm. you said, if it's a college ministry that we need because we're yeah. close to a campus. Yeah. Or if it's a, um, you know, a, a, a local missions outreach um, yeah. you know, team that we need because of a certain need in, a, in an area. Yeah. I mean, that, th- those things are definitely going to be contextual as well. So, and, yeah, man. yeah, and I think on that same lane, you're talking about what ministries do you start with, and then we're also asking what does success look like? And I think that's a good, you know, determining factor because everybody kind of defines success differently. But what what does launching this campus or this location, um, what, what does success look like? Is, is there a certain number? Is there a certain idea? Is there a certain thing that we want to try to do? But I think identifying what that is helps us, you know, as we move forward as well. Yeah, and and, and uh, for us, you know, we're we've got a clear timeline now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what, what does our timeline look like, 
you know, between now and September, you know, kind of high level, you know, mm-hmm. what, what are your hopes and, and prayers kind of for the next several weeks? Yeah, well, you know, we do hope that people in our Maryville location are excited and passionate about it. Um, we do, you know, pray that uh, God uses this to, to really reach people with the gospel. And so we're excited about how that is going to unfold. And, you know, we're just continuing to prayerfully be ready for obstacles and, and uh, ready to address situations that come up. But, you know, our goal is to, to launch in September. And um, we're excited to, to see how God's going to grow it. Yeah, and we're excited to share that journey with you as we continue to be faithful here at the Busy Pastor Podcast to equip and encourage you to be busy with the right things. Thank you for listening to the Busy Pastor Podcast. As we close today's episode, we want to invite you to do a few things. Join the Busy Pastor community today by going to busypastor.org and filling out the form. You'll receive more free resources, starting with our Fab Five resource, helping you determine the five things only you can do. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Busy Pastor. If you liked today's episode, subscribe to the Busy Pastor and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. For more resources, join the Busy Pastor community by going to busypastor.org. The Busy Pastor podcast is produced by Andrew Lindstrom, video production Jake Tipton, audio engineer Brian Papik, music by Brandon Sharp, and graphics by Zach Shaddix. See you next week. Until then, let's be busy with the right things.